Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeff, a.k.a. DJ Cuties. <laughs> You're going to start with Cuties? I had to, man. I had to. It's, it's, a, big, it's a big plot point, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yo, I can't I'll... even argue that. That scene is like divided the internet like nothing oh, else. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. But I just want to say amazing product placement for cuties. Like, bro, they, they, they need to be paying Love is Blind because I didn't I'm even curious. know. I'm curious. Was brand. that like product placement intentional or did it just happen that way? It had to have happened that way. You know what happened? It, the Maybe that's why they never used the uh, footage because they didn't have permission to use the term cuties. Oh. And then after they filmed the reunion, they went back to cuties, got permission, and then played it. Mm, got it. That makes way more sense now that I think about it. Dude, one minute into the show, we already got theories, man. We already got theories. <laughs> well, listen, yeah, no, we we're gotta, definitely going to talk about that. We'll uh, talk about that. We'll talk about cuties. But we, speaking of cuties, we got some cuties on the show. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, outstanding. <laughs> okay, so you guys don't know, like, I always do transitions. So my transitions have to do with something. So that's <laughs> the first one that came off the top of my head. But <laughs> no disrespect. Uh, but let's introduce <laughs> some of our guests. Um, uh, let's pick, start with uh, Maria. Maria, welcome to our show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Maria. I'm originally from Houston, I live in Philly now. And, um, so go Astros. We just won. And, um, I'm in accounting, so that's how I know jazz. And, um, I just became a super nerd of Star Wars during the pandemic. I forgot, Ooh. About it, I remember it now, anyway. So, um, uh, it was during the pandemic. I got really into Star Wars. I, and that's why I listen to the podcast a lot. And I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, oh, wow. Kids, you listen to the actually. podcast. Yeah, yeah I do. She, she's one of your kids. What does that mean, Jazz? I taught at the University of Houston for a bit. And she was uh, one of the students I taught way back in the day. Yeah. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. Wait, was Jazz a good teacher or was he terrible? He was a good mentor. I don't, I don't think you like taught me, taught me, but oh, I, used okay. to, I used to hang out at your office a lot when I was waiting on like other professors. <laughs> fair, time. fair. Jazz hasn't taught me anything either. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's welcome the next guest, Maha. Welcome, Maha. How are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Good. good. I am from Orange County, California. Mm. Um, go Newport, Newport Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Put the plug in for myself because not a lot of people are from Newport. Um, I am a small business owner. I have a cosmetic startup I launched last year. Um, Besides that, I'm a student, undergraduate student. Um, I'm studying political science and peace studies. And I love reality TV. So I'm here to talk about the reunion and whatever else we got to talk about. (laughs) 
<laughs> let's do it let's do it you want to tell us a little bit about your uh your brand and where people can find it real quick yeah so we're um our my website is shopmahabeauty.com we sell vegan mink lashes Ooh. and eyeliner adhesive so cool. you don't need a separate glue for um our lashes you can just apply eyeliner and then stick the lashes right on and it you know you're good to go that's, that's awesome. so smart I don't know what half of that stuff is, but I Neither did do what, I. But I'm gonna pretend I know. I know That's so I know. smart. <laughs> I, I did do guy liner when I was in my emo phase though. <laughs> There's like Mario, what were you out there. Oh, I'm like, that's a big deal because I don't put on fake lashes because I'm scared of the glue. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have both. We sell both. So we have a we have a clear mini glue and then we have our eyeliner adhesive. So, you know, you could use either. So wait. So your glue is vegan. Does that mean regular glue is like made out of like animals? So no. So our lashes are. Oh, yes. Gotcha. Like animal gotcha. cruelty free. Oh, gotcha. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We're going to have a fun show. Obviously, me and Jazz, both guys, we need to even this out, make sure that we don't have problematic uh, <laughs> viewpoints. So thank you for keeping us in check. But there's a lot of stuff going on this episode, and it is wild. And I think we should start off with the way the show starts off with Nancy and Bartis. I think that was pretty exciting to see. Um, I was pretty not surprised about what happened. Looks like Nancy was a little uh, uh, blindsided. Uh, but my favorite part was was when her family started rolling up and he's like, yo, I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I <laughs> thought that was funny. Uh, Jazz, let's start off with you, man. What are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> As someone with a big family and someone like really close to my sibling, like that's something I would do. And I was like, yo, I am on board with this family. This is what's up. Like, give it to him. Like, he's an asshole. Like, he obviously, you know, no secret surprise about that. Sure. I'm glad they did that. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Like, I'm glad that happened. Mario, what about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Bartiz. When the show started, I was a huge fan. But that yeah, was both like... accounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're both actually, we're like very very similar like same start class same profession everything so i was like a huge fan i was like accountant finally we're being represented we look cool and then um uh, there he goes like ruining everything um since the beginning like i think he was horrible to nancy um ever since like the california trip so i i'm glad they didn't get married but i just felt bad because like she really loved him like it was yeah. on her side like that stuff that she sent him before the wedding and all so um but yeah it was it was just funny because of like the the like the family just kept interfering which um i mean like that was that was a, a funny thing but like i was like oh is he is the brother gonna like beat beat up Bartiz? i was like waiting for that didn't happen <laughs> um and then like the end i was really proud of nancy she showed a lot of strength when she was like I'm done. Like, and mm -hmm. it's, I think like from a woman's perspective, it was really nice to show like how loving and open she was, but enough self-respect to be like, it's over, dude. Like I'm, I'm done. Bye. So oh, yeah. I really like that part. Like where she's like, once you said no, like, that's it. This I'm, I'm not going to backtrack. And yeah, uh, I, I thought that was really, that showed like true strength and like self-respect. Okay. Maha, what about you? What are your thoughts about the Bartiz-Nancy shenanigans? Yeah, I mean, Nancy had a lot of patience. 
Like, mm-hmm. I would not have been able to deal with someone's bullshit like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Like, if she was, she, they made it to the wedding day. That was like a huge surprise to me. Um, I think like a recurring theme for like all the seasons of Love is Blind is that like they have to say yes or no at the altar. At the altar, yeah. And like part of me was like, why did they even make it this far? But like, I guess that's kind of a part of the show. Um, But I can understand why the family is so hurt, like the sentiments and like, it's a wedding at the end of the day. Like, it's not just for TV, you know, so I, I get why they're like, why are we here right now? Like you were completely blindsided by this man. Mm. And I think he knew he was going to say no to her. Like, I think it's bullshit that he thought that beforehand he had, he didn't know what he was going to say. Um, and I think like Nancy's brother's instincts were on point with that too, where she, where he knew like Bartiz is going to say no too, you know? Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. <laughs> he kept yeah, saying poor, that. poor boy. I felt so bad for like him and like just being in that situation. Cause like, I know mama bear came out and was like, I'm going to stand up with my daughter and be there for her, you know? But mm-hmm. um, it was so heartbreaking to watch that. But I think, as as Maria said, that, like, you know, Nancy had a lot of strength, you know, to do what she did and, like, walk away with her, like, you know, chin up and uh, decide to tell him, hey, we can't continue this relationship. Like, we're done, you know? Yeah. So uh, he's also you- the biggest douche, by the way. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, even the fact that like I know we're jumping ahead, but like the reunion episode where she's like, I saw him with a tall blonde the next day, like yeah, oh about- my god, oh, I right? and oh. he he was like, I don't owe anybody an explanation about myself. Like this is how I cope. I'm like, mm. no one asked. No one brought up. Um, that was wild. That was wild. No Do you think that? Do you think that uh, Bartise owed his family an explanation or he only owed it to Nancy? No, because he came and asked for, you know, their daughter's hand. So, of course, he owes them an apology and an explanation. And it made mm. me so mad when he's like, you guys are all fucking this up right now. Like, right. You know, side, when everyone comes out, like, what is he talking about? <laughs> you know, they're rightfully so upset, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. that's a lot. I think one of the things that Nancy really wanted was to not be blindsided. And it's pretty obvious that she got blindsided, which is one of the things that, you know, was the thing that was, he was like, listen, I don't care what you do, just don't blindside me. And that's exactly what happened. Do you think that was him or do you think that was more of like the production and the show? Uh Probably a little bit of both, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think I I heard two different theories that like one, the show requires you to, um, you know, get to the altar, say yes or no. And then another that I think you get paid more if you make it past a certain, like, amount of days with the production. So I'm not sure which is true. But I think, um, I think, uh, I think he could have, he had time to tell her when he needed to. So I will chime in on that. Um, it's true, contractually, they have to go to the altar. That's when they can say yes or no. So mm. until then, even if they want to say no earlier and get out sooner, they cannot. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But even though it's not for the show, I think they could let their partner know. Like, yeah, hey, secretly they could let them not. know for sure. Because that's that's what Shake had uh, said to everybody. He says, "Listen, me and Ditti already had agreed that we weren't going to get married, right? He just didn't know who was going to go first or what they were mm. going to say. But they already had an understanding, according to him. We don't know, right? So." That's okay. the part of the show that's probably, you know, fake. It's like, you got to do it, but, like, you can let your partner know. You don't have yeah. to literally blindside them 
on national TV. Uh, but that's what makes it good TV. Your action, their reactions are more exciting that way. Or they may um, have changed that between season two and season three, contractually speaking. I don't think so because they were filmed simultaneously is what we told, what Juhi told us. Oh, that's right. They were. Yeah, yeah. So I don't okay. think that's true. So we'll see. And then see. also back to the extra money, you have to make it a year with them after the wedding to get paid. I don't more. think you get money. I think you just get to keep the ring and you can split the ring. Well, that's money. <laughs> that's, that's money. Fair. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it's probably not as much as you think. Uh, so who knows? Because they do provide. And also the wedding. I heard what they do is they, they set you up with a basic wedding. And then they set you up with a, a, an amount of money you want to pay. And then you could add whatever you want on top of it. So there's like a base sum. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, we got some oh, comments cool. here. Yeah. Want to read some of these comments, Jazz? And they, yeah, so he was saying Nancy's bros is a goat, didn't accept how she was treated and was their defender. Like, straight up, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all know this, but Love is Blind Japan, it is the most wholesome show ever. Really? And if you want, like, a version of Love is Blind where it's done right, I highly recommend Love is Blind Japan. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is there a season two yet or no? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. So, because Love one. is Blind Japan came out around the same time as Love is Blind, uh, what yeah. do you call it? It's uh, so much better. Oh, my God. Highly recommend Really? It came mm-hmm. out the same time as Chicago. All right, cool. Um, any more? So, here's one thing. Bartiz did take her aside to talk to her. I think that was at least the right thing to do. What do you think, uh, Maria? Yeah, I mean, like, the way he approached it was good i mean when his when the family started coming like i can understand like he wanted to talk to nancy first alone before he talked or said anything to them but i did think he got a little rude with them um i think he like they just went through a big emotional thing just because of him so i think they should have like gone far away first of all and then talked and then they had their quiet moment i i think he was like respectful compared to um I don't know if you want me to talk about it yet. So uh, no, you can. Weddings we saw, like the way Zainab did it. So yeah, can, yeah, we can mention it. We won't go into it, but yeah. we can mention it. Give a little trailer to what we're gonna talk yeah, about. Yeah, I think like, it was that. It was more appropriately done than like the way like uh, Zainab did it. And I do think like Raven and um, uh, SK like had agreed kind of on it. I think they oh, were, yeah. even though that was like heart wrenching. But that's another episode so yeah 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 all right let's move on to the next group i want to unless uh maha you want to say something before we move on to alexa and brennan no we can move on oh my freaking alexa always goes off when i say that <laughs> <laughs> just unplug it for the show like it's not gonna work people need to stop naming their kids that <laughs> um all right so honestly we all knew that they were going to make it down the aisle. There was no surprise there. One thing that I noticed was the decoration was a lot fancier than everyone else's. I felt like they were like, okay, this is going to be a real wedding to us. So we're going to spend some extra money. Also, it looks like they're loaded. So they probably did. Um, what were your thoughts on their wedding? Maha? Honestly, it was nice. I was more watching it for the problematic couple. So I'm not going to lie. I was skimming through, but I did notice that <laughs> wedding decor was significantly nicer than the other ones and no surprise there that they were going to get married I think like Alexa has like a really big family and um I think they're like the least problematic couple or maybe mm-hmm. SK would be also but I think Alexa's family like I think they're a traditional like Jewish Israeli family right like she she has that like support you know 
I saw people were criticizing her online for like, I think there was a scene where she like flipped off her dad. I don't know if you guys heard about that or saw that. <laughs> I paid so little that. attention to them. I was on my phone half the time they were on the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was more watching it for like the problematic couples, for the drama, all of that good stuff. Yeah, I, I did feel like they were being a little extra during the reunion, though. They were like, oh, we're a couple. We're in the good seat. And then they are like, let loose. Like, Brennan, like, motherfucker didn't see a damn thing the entire show. And now he's, like, got a backbone all of a sudden. That thought that was weird. Mario, what do you think? Yeah, I think it. I think he was just, like, supporting Alexa the whole time. I think that, like, some couples that work really well, there's, like, a stronger personality and then a more, like, I wouldn't say weaker. It's more just like a more subdued, like more calm presence. And I, and I think Alexa is like the strong, like overpowering one who like gets her way. And then Brennan's like more agreeable and they work well. Cause he, I think he chooses to be like that. Like, I, I think he loves her enough to be like that. So I think they're not a very problematic couple. I think they're, they like, they go well together. Um, yeah. Like she comes from like a more non-affectionate family He's, like, more affectionate. They were talking about that. I'm, like, I believe, like, everything that they say. They seem the most genuine out of all of them. So, um, yeah, like, again, like, I, I thought they were kind of boring, too, in the sense that they, they weren't as dramatic. You just kind of, like, watch them. And you're, like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. got a meme for this. Right. I got, got a meme, meme for this. Because uh, I saw this on Twitter a while back. It's, <laughs> why do you go for the loud, fiery women? <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> someone's got to tell the waiter I ordered mashed potatoes. It gonna be me. <laughs> joke from um, isn't that a joke from like John um, Mulaney or something? He has that stand up where he does that, where he's like, "My wife like fights for me" and stuff like that. It could be, it could be, because I don't know when this meme happened. I don't know yeah. when John released. Yeah. But so, yes, so if you're, it was if you're a really quiet man, you need to marry a Karen because you're not gonna be the one saying it. I'm like that too. I'm like, let, let, let it go. Let it go. We, we don't need it. I'll, I'll learn to love potatoes. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Speaking of learning to love, <laughs> let's talk about Zeneb and Cole because they were all over the place, man. Oh, man. But before we get into the gritty stuff and the really sad stuff, I really love Zenob and her stepmom. I think they're adorable. I like that they were, she was calling her mom, not stepmom or anything like that, or not her name. I thought that was really cute. I was really annoyed that the show did not show the connection between her stepmom and her. They were almost trying to make it look like she's not appreciative of her stepmom, which I was like, okay, finally they showed them having a little connection. She's telling her she looks pretty. I really enjoy that. What are your thoughts about Zenob's stepmom? Because she needs to get her flowers. Maria? Yeah, I think she was great. She was so loving, so um, caring, like, and like, really, I, I just love how she always like talks about like, oh, your mom would be like this. Your, there's like no jealousy, no pettiness from on her end. Um, I, I just, I really liked her. And I'm saying that because like, you can have like step parents that are not the most supportive mm -hmm. and like, don't really fully understand you or like, don't fully support you sometimes. And so it was just nice to see that. Nice. Maha, what about you? What are your thoughts? No, I mean, I agree with Maria. Like, I think her love, like, just being there on that wedding day for her, like, her own mother, like, that was just so warming and so nice to see. Um, it seemed like a very genuine relationship. Like, I would Im imagine that in a... Sorry, can you guys hear the text going off, by the way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I thought your dinner's ready. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll turn that off after. It's DoorDash. Oh, <laughs> Um, sorry, what was I saying? 
back to the mom yeah, yeah. no she, she was just <laughs> she seemed like the sweetest i would imagine after like the dad's out of the picture that she wouldn't really care for zenob like her own daughter but i think that was a really warm connection to see on television gotcha gotcha all right cool um so here's what happened right Zena, we love Zena, man. We've been we've been rocking with Zena all season, all season. But baby girl, what are you doing here? <laughs> so this is what she does. She gets there. She's got two seats for her parents. Super sweet. My heart was like, oh, this is cute. This is amazing. Then she starts it off with a prayer because that's where they, that's what they connected over, right? Then she starts saying these good things about her, and then Cole looks over to her, goes, I want to kiss you, and she's like, no, you can't, and like. It's starting off really cute. And then she lays it into him. She drags him. I did not see that coming. That came out of nowhere. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of nuance behind it. And we're gonna get to that. But what were your initial thoughts when you saw that? Jazz, I'm gonna go with you first. <laughs> you know how I felt about this couple for the whole <laughs> season, man. Like when she laid it in, I'm like, yes let the hate flow through you <laughs> i was so excited to see all that come out finally <laughs> oh man oh man all right M maria what about you what were your thoughts i was just like like i said i wish she would cause she could have done that like privately or she could have said that throughout the entire show when he was like doing all these like things to her she could have brought that up then and like um, I like especially like with the reunion stuff I was just in shock when she I wasn't in shock for the things that she was saying at the wedding I'm like yeah like I totally believe that yeah like based on like what we've seen so far like right like just like what I didn't like and I was I, I kind of like I wanted to do my homework so I rewatched it right before the show I was like let me like see it again just so I, I my thoughts are in the right space and when I'm watching it knowing what I know about the reunion she, the whole time she's like I love Cole He's so easy to love. I love him so much. And it's like, if you love someone or if you care about, like if someone was talking about me, about like how much they loved me and then they came and then they like, like in front of everybody, they were like, Maria, you're so messy. Like you do this and you do that. And like, you suck. And like, if they did that to me, I'd be like so upset. Cause I'm like, you had all this time to tell me that like, I'm horrible. And I destroyed your self-esteem and you choose like in front of my family and friends and like, um, and on like TV to like embarrass me like that. I, I thought that was like a very calculated move. Mm. And I I know people like, like I just feel like there are <laughs> like Zainab in the world that like want that attention and they've <laughs> been through a lot. They're they're very insecure. Like I, I understand she's like suffered a lot. She's very, very, very insecure. Like if you see the show, there are so many parts of her where um I, I feel that and like, she reminds me of like 14 year old me or like 12 year old me worried about like being too dark not having like like um you know eurocentric like being light and things like that like she still struggles with that and like it's just hard because i get it but she's also a lot older now so i like she she hasn't had that time to develop i think or something yeah, I don't know. yeah that makes a lot of sense i do think that it like she has told Cole these things. They have had fights where she brought out that she he's disrespected her. He called her bipolar. They've had these fights before, right? So I feel like it wasn't out of nowhere. It was nothing new. It's nothing she's saying on the thing that we as viewers are like, this is new information. We're all like, yeah, we saw this. But like 
to say it in front of her family, the entire Aryan race just sitting there, blue eye, blonde hair, just like looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, also, his family is very, very like Aryan. I just, I just <laughs> the thing I noticed. I was like, those are some piercing blue eyes that family has. They're wild. Uh, good for them, but like, it's crazy. And I was just like, she just laid it all out there in front of them. And I was just like, not me. That's not what I would have done. But um, <laughs> he did hurt you. I get that. But like, is it an eye for an eye? Like, I don't know. Maha, what do you think? You think she should have been a bigger person and did it a different way? I'm just going to reply to what Maria said, if that's okay. Um, sure. I, I think Zenob carried a lot of hurt. And I think her insecurities didn't just stem from, you know, being the only brown girl in the room, but it was because the partner that she was with didn't make her feel beautiful or validated. Yeah. Yeah, for majority definitely. of the show. Like, I mean, I know, I know producers can cut and edit and make certain, you know, people in the show look, you know, a certain way to look more villainy. Um, but I think from what I've seen and in the context that we've seen it in, um, she has every right to feel the way she does. And I don't think her emotions should be invalidated um mm, facts while i do think there was a better way for her to address her hurt and i think she like you know maria said it was a very calculated move yeah. you know she carries a lot of hurt um even as as recent as the night before i know she was talking about how cole had gotten someone's number like at um or i guess they had ubered somewhere after that little cowboy party that they had so mm -hmm. I think she was just carrying a lot of hurt from um, like the relationship. And I think she had decided to publicly do it. I think she could have done it privately like Nancy and Bartiste did. But um, it, it definitely was very calculated. And I think there was um, it could have been done privately. Have you guys heard the rumor about the number? Yeah. The rumor I is that it wasn't a girl's number. He got the number of the cow, and that's what he was telling her. And she doesn't listen to half the things she he says because even in the cutie scene, she's like, "I don't listen to half the stuff he says." He what? got the number of the cow. He won the thing, and is that they think that that's what he was telling. That's the story he was telling, and that's the rumor. We don't know if it's true. Allegedly, that's how that's how that came about. <laughs> Okay, that's that might wild. actually change my opinion on a lot of things, if that's yeah. true. I feel like based on, like, the reunion, I'm like, maybe that's exactly, like, how, oh, I got, like, a, a girl's number. I want, like, he was the only guy who got the number. And, like, if you look at the, the scene of, like, the bachelor party, like, he's the only guy who got the cow's number. So he, right? he could have been, like, joking about it. But if, if someone said I got a cow's number, I think you got a fat girl's number. Like, maybe that's what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. There could be some miscommunication. Oh, you could no. think someone's making a really bad <laughs> joke. <laughs> what? I'm just saying there's room for error, guys. That's yeah. all I'm saying. No. Like, like, did you see his personality and how he talks and how immature he is? Yeah. Is that a that's long thing to think he was going to be dumb like that? That's true. Yeah. His own way. He's very, very immature. He's, yeah. um, like, even for a 25-year-old, I think he's uh, he's very immature. Because, like, yeah. I don't know. He, he definitely, like, jokes around a lot. He wants to play Nerf gun while cooking. Like, who wants to? Like, that's ridiculous. That's horrible idea. <laughs> I would be so angry. Like, I would be like, I'm, I relate to Zainab. Like, I'm like that. Like, pick that up, do this, do that. Like, I'm like that. But like, I just think like the way she did it was, and then like the whole reunion really made me question everything because he was like sobbing. Like he was like sobbing on like, the 
the, so- the sobbing really didn't convince me because like I've seen narcissists sob like that. And a lot of women have told me we've seen narcissists sob like that. In fact, that they do that more often than not, right? So that didn't convince me. But the cutie scene did. <laughs> the, that, it's, yeah. so, it's so weird that just two and a half minutes of extra footage can change your entire perspective, which makes you think, like, if they had another two and a half minutes, would our perspective change again? Or they showed us two minutes before that conversation. It's so funny how they can just add a little bit of context and everything can change. That's why when I, like we talk about this stuff, everything is based on what they're showing. We don't know these people in real life. They could be perfectly fine people. I have no judgment, no comment on who they are in their real life. But just based on the show and the entertainment value, this is what we're going off of. And this is what we're critiquing, right? So we don't know these people in real life. And nothing we say on the show reflects what these people are in real life. Just the perception that they showed. Uh, but it's crazy how two minutes can change everything. Maha, yeah. what, what are your thoughts? No, I mean, I watched that cutie scene, like, right after the reunion ended. I know they showed it. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's not done yet. Like, I, I kind of felt happy. And then I watched it. And at first, I was a little confused because I'm like... Because she said at the end, you know why I'm not eating, you know? And I think think just that whole episode of the reunion where she told him, like, you know, because of you, I haven't been eating. It was kind of triggering for me because, you know, I've been in a situation where, like, someone was telling me not to eat, like, food Mm, or, like, to cut food, like, yeah, like, to, like, cut down, like, my portions. And, like, I've been, like, you know, in that situation before. So I think it was very triggering. And then when I watched the cutie scene, I'm like, okay, I think it might be her insecurities talking more than anything else. It seems a little bit exaggerated. He did mention that, oh, I tried to get you a Poke Bowl last night. Mm-hmm. It was that. Um, so it, it it could be there's like a lot of miscommunication between the two of them. Um, I don't see Zenab as someone who's like a pathological liar. I, I kind of have been team Zenab from the beginning because... She was, like, the Pakistani representation on the show. Right. Um, no, like, you know, like, she grew up maybe more, like, white. Um, I felt like, you know, she's that one brown girl. And, like, you know, I, I liked her. I thought she was beautiful. And it was kind of sad that, you know, Cole's type was white girls. You know, someone like Colleen. And he right. even Colleen, like, hey, in the real world, like, while being engaged to his fiance, he's like, in the real world, I would have gone for you. And so yeah. hearing that for me also made me angry and I felt what Zenob felt. So I've kind of been, you know, empathetic more so for her. Yeah, I, I, I watched that scene and it was really interesting how two people can have one experience and come away with two completely different perspectives and like experiences through that. And I think like one of our comments is right here. Zenob and Cole were two people talking to a wall. They just don't know how to communicate <laughs> to each other. And I think that's true. And I don't think Cole is a bad guy. I honestly don't. I think he's more of an idiot than he is a narcissist because, like, man, that Pakistan was in the Middle East, man. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> As April said, season one, Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I, I really think the guy is just oblivious and just dumb and not evil. And I don't think Zen recognized how dumb he is. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was just ignorant. He said a lot of things that were, again, like, not okay. Um, You can chalk it up to immaturity. I think, like, Zana was trying to get to him. But I think towards the end, though, at the reunion, I I just, like, the way she, like, kept accusing him. The thing I didn't like was, like, she accuses him of things. And then she goes back and says, but I forgive you. But I still, I loved you. You were so easy to love. And it just seems like like two like polar opposite things like Mm -hmm. 
I have like Ooh, I have dated people that I hate now and I hate them. I would never say I forgive you and like because like they've done things to me that I'm like I'm forever gonna hate you. So mm. it's just I just don't get that part. Like it almost is like, oh, I'm trying to come across as like I'm a bigger person, I'm I'm so good, I'm so like that's the part where I was a little like I, I don't get why you're saying like opposing things. Cause again, like I said, I think she's, they're just both bad. At mis they're bad at communicating. They had a lot of like miscommunication. He's not culturally nuanced. Like, I don't think he understands no. like, and, and I, I don't blame him. Like Dallas is like, like it's not Houston. So, <laughs> Dallas is where a kid, like a Brown kid was making a clock. And they thought it was a bomb. Oh so my God. it's like, it's, I don't blame him. I think he grew up in like, not like in a very multicultural environment. So I don't think he understands, but I, I just, I'm just confused about Zainab. Like I was like all, like I was all team Zainab until the end. I'm like, now I'm just like confused. Like what are, what is her vendetta? What, is, what are her intentions? And then I read like her apology on Instagram. Even that I was like, I, I don't think that people keep saying this an apology. That's just, that's, I don't think that was an apology. I think that was yeah, just like, was like nephew to the haters. Cause like it is saying, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. but it was a passive aggressive. I'm sorry that I can't be the person you want me to be kind of sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, that's Which, okay. It was good. also okay. not a good look. I mean, just, she's doubling down. So I get what yeah, you mean. We're, whereas Cole is just like, whatever, like posting about his like friend's wedding that he officiated or something like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I really like, I'm into now like Cole, Zenab and Raven, I follow them. And I don't, I'm not like super following on Instagram of celebrities. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Maha, what are, what are your thoughts? No, I mean, I read that apology too. And I, I, um, it, it definitely wasn't a, an apology. I think she was just trying to like make her stance clear. Like, you know, this is who I am and this mm -hmm. is how I feel. And I said what I said, and I'm sorry, you don't like it. Like it, it was kind of like a, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, you know? Um, yeah, but, like, the thing is, she, she, like, she says she's not sorry about the cutie scene, but she didn't give us more explanation or context and be like, hey, maybe there's more that you didn't see, right? She didn't give any, but yeah. she was like, I don't care if that's what they showed. I'm, I'm still yeah. right. I don't know. It felt weird to me. I don't know. Maybe because she knows they're not going to, I don't think they would release more footage. Like, even if they have more stuff, that would make Cole look, you know, like, you know, be seen in a negative light. Like, I don't think they're going to release more stuff. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, like it's that cutie scene and it's a reunion episode and that's all you have, you know, or the rest of the season too. But mm. like, it seems like, you know, I think cancel culture is something I have a big problem with. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone's so quick. They went from like, let's cancel Cole to let's cancel Zenob yeah. now. You know? So it's like, it's like a flip flop. And then I'm seeing on TikTok, like on Cole's TikToks that he's posting, I'm saying in the comment section, I'm so sorry, like, people have been so harsh with you. Like, it seemed like his apology where he was crying really brought out, like, a soft side in a lot of people. Yeah. Fine. Like, he seemed apologetic. It seemed genuine. But it's just funny because everyone forgot instantly that he said the stuff he said. Like, right. I would... The context behind yeah. it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's also because he's white men. People are so eager to forgive white men. It's wild. <laughs> and like, like, like shake and uh, like, it's a different thing, but there is different context there, right? Like the, how fast, like you should see the way white women are talking in my comment section. They are way too familiar with the way they're talking about her. It's uncomfortable. And the way they flipped was so quick, was so quick on the top of dime. And that needs to be mentioned because 
that's that's privilege there man that is some privilege yeah because shake is like still like pretty hated and i i honestly think like yeah he was kind of he was a a bad dude on tv but who knows how they edited it at the end of the day like that's what he keeps claiming he's like they just edited me badly like i respected deep d i let her go first i it's all like they're bullying me and things like that so i don't know if he's like i i, I don't know and like people are still like anti-shake to this day so i've, I've been covering reality shows for a while and something everyone tells me is that they can't make a bad person look good or a good person look bad but they can make a bad person look worse and they can make a good person look like an angel right so they just amplify what you are they use music they use like context and like they kind of manipulate you to say things the way you are right like even andrew with the eye drops like holy man they got him good they got him good and he is a little bit like that but they, pro they probably played it up for the camera it's, it's yeah. wild so I, I i get that and I, I think a little bit of accountability might go a long way for Zainab. I, I do feel like that. But, like, people are way too quick to forgive Cole. Like, it's wild. Yeah. That's the thing. When um all the other girls in that reunion, right, they yeah. had Zainab's back. Yeah. And what right. that tells me there is that beyond this one instance, right, this one specific instance that we are now isolating – there was a lot of other shit that happened that these girls saw or heard. And this was not, this may, this instance was the worst example to use. And it's weird because quite frankly, this was the most honest thing I think we saw on the show. Uh, but that instance does not represent everything that happened. Yeah. yeah and... stuff we saw, we saw him call her bipolar. Right. We saw him go like, which call it, uh, compare him to Colleen. We saw him say things like, Oh, why don't we switch partners? He says like really insensitive stuff. We've seen all that. That was mm -hmm. all true. So like, just because one thing happened to not be true, uh, we're going to flip the switch on him and he's going to be an angel. I, I don't buy that. No, Privilege and recency bias, just as Sue's saying. Yeah. No, mm. he's, he's like immature, problematic in his own way. But um, again, I, I just think like it's, it goes both ways, you know, like you can't, I, I don't know, just like from a more neutral perspective. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely hated this scene. Like not... Yeah. I saw the scene for what it was and it was good, but I'm like, this is the most irresponsible thing the producers could have done because yes, this is the one scene where Cole actually did not do what Zayna was saying. And now they're going to make everybody question everything about it. Everything is questioned. And, and now suddenly her experience is invalid. Like, and that's like, not cool. But like a little bit of that is she was so sure though. She was like the way yeah. she was talking about it. She was so sure. And that's what really hurt. If she would have been like, well, that's how I remember it, right? Or like, you know, I don't know. That's how it felt to me. But she said, no, this is fact. This is what happened. And then they showed it. And like, it worked out in Cole's favor. So I don't know. That one thing did definitely hurt. But I, it, 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 it does make questions other things. Like the girl's number who might be a cow. I don't know. Like, I could see <laughs> that also being a mistake now, right? But who knows? Maybe he really did it. I can but... totally see that being like, hey, I got a girl's number and it was a female cow. And then she completely forgot or didn't listen to that right? second half of well, it. He might have said the cow's name. Cows have names. Yeah, <laughs> like I got I got Bessie's number. Like, I can totally see that happening. I, I'm still with the problematic idea that he just thought that like it was a cow and she thought he was just saying a derogatory term for a woman. <laughs> He's so know. annoying. I could see like like Zane, I'm just misinterpreting things because like she's because he's so dumb. Like a person yeah, smart enough shouldn't be saying these things. Like not like the way he was on TV. I don't know what he's like in real life, but on TV yeah. he did seem a little like 
too high energy like for me that would i would just be like oh please stop yeah like, yeah what do you guys think of her friends clapping at the end of that <laughs> girls like i i i would probably have if that was my friend if zena was my friend i probably would have done it like if i knew <laughs> her, like i think i would have clapped well too. that's the thing right because now people assume she told everybody how badly and she was like i didn't tell any of my friends anything i didn't have this plan i didn't know until i walked up I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe that for anybody, not just Zinnab. I don't believe that for anybody on the show. I think everybody on the show knew what they were going to do before they were going to do it. And they're either contractually obligated or they're incentivized to do it at the very, very end. I don't know how they are, but it's got to be. It's got to be TV, right? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you think she, it, was, it, was, it was to the last minute or do you think she planned no, it? No, I, I think they just say that because like they have to like, Oh, to protect the show. I think the producers make them say that. I think they, sure. they all knew, like, before the wedding, what was going to yeah. happen. So, Everybody in the um, comments agrees. Yeah. yeah. I follow The Bachelor, and I know they, they're contractually obligated to never mention TV. They have to say, my journey. They have to use these vague words, and they're not allowed to ever say, like, on the show. They have to say, while I was on my journey. It's like, it's weird because you can't break the fourth wall. You can't break the illusion that the show is, and it's a big part of the show. So I think that's really, really telling. And like, that's why like, I was like, like, I feel like, yeah, they, they have to wait till the end. And that's not a good thing to like argue and say, oh, well, you should have said earlier. But also, if you really care about your partner, partner, you give him a heads up. I'd be like, listen, let me give you a heads up, man. This, this ain't going my way. <laughs> this ain't going our way. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I Ma, did like that. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Ma. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's interesting, like, the just the whole, like, concept of the show. Like, I remember, like, I think season two was the first time I watched it. That was the season with Deepthi and Shake, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think, I really do think that that season was, like, the best season. Um, I like that season more than this one, for sure, with, like, Shina and Shake and um, Shane and yeah. some of <laughs> characters, Natalie. Um, yeah um but what's it called i think zenab as we were talking about i think she wanted to have her deep the moment like you know like that moment where she like told shake like i'm not gonna marry you and like you've hurt me and like she walked away with her you know head up um and i think zenab tried to have the same thing um I think her friends were just being supportive. I don't think they were trying to be dicks, like, you know, but I think <laughs> just the timing of it, like, I think, you know, it, it it definitely, I can see why Cole was hurt and blindsided by the whole situation. Yeah. And I feel like I, family and friends were just, like, in shock when she was, yeah. like, saying all of that. I don't think she was trying to have a dipty moment because we learned from Juhi, who was on the show, that they aired it around the same time. So the wedding episodes were uh, when they were still in their pod. So it was only a few weeks apart. So there's so there's no way she could have seen what D Dipti did and done it. But but producers could have seen what D Dipti did and they could have been, hey, this is what we did in Dallas. So, I mean, this is what we did in Chicago. So you want to go and do this to the little brown girl in Dallas? Go ahead. I feel like that could have happened and they could have used that to manipulate her. But I'm not, I am not blaming Zena for trying to have a dipty moment because I don't think that's possible for her to have seen that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The producers, oh, they're on the hook. They oh, I know the producers. Yeah. Producers for sure. And I was not on that one. Good, it made for good TV at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It did. Also, it did. I wanted to mention Jazz brought up something about how, like, you know, like at the reunion, all the girls were really together and, like, you know, on Zenob's side. And they didn't have to be. Like, I've definitely seen, like, the previous season be more polar and like the girls not be together the same way and i think yeah. there are more things 
that happen off camera than they do on camera and i'm sure yeah. they know a lot more so i yeah. think to setup's credit like while this does discredit this cutie scene may discredit like you know everything she may be saying about cole like i think there is some truth to how she feels yeah and and i do feel like um uh what are they gonna say the i damn lost my train of thought let's go into the comments though people are leaving some comments uh business like i feel like people expect women especially women of color to show strength but putting up with abuse and standing up for themselves with grace just because she put her foot down harshly all of a sudden she's evil yeah people saying she's evil is uh, crazy and also i remember what what i was gonna say um even though we saw the cutie scene the girls are all still defending her in fact alexis did a post saying like she still defends her and there's even more that you don't know about right so there's there's Mm got to be something there for sure Um, for sure yeah um oh let's go back to this one let's see what you in the comments this this must just jump on on the show right now (laughs) she says raven on her live saying she saw cole have really rude behavior and controlling her food Ooh, that he saw her with that she saw with her own eyes not just what zenim said okay okay that's enough for me i trust raven the most on the show actually so i buy that 100 percent I buy it, right? And it makes sense why she would interpret it that way if this already happened in the mm-hmm. in the past, right? Like maybe it didn't happen in that scene, but if it happened the day before, she could make these. It's not wild for her to make these assumptions that that's what he's really getting at, right? right? Especially if it happened multiple know. times in the past, and then in this one instance it didn't happen. That's what's I'm saying with the whole context thing. Like this yeah. isn't an isolated incident, and we keep forgetting that part. Yeah, and we know that the show definitely plays favors because a lot of people have told us off, you know, off the record that they protected Natalie and Natalie was not a nice person. So we got a lot of people told us that. So they do protect the people they like. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. We still got a few more people to talk about. Um, they're not as interesting, but uh, how about <laughs> how about the stubby finger gang? Uh, <laughs> Matt and Colleen. They got Is that what you're age. calling them? <laughs> yeah, they have stubby fingers, bro. Yeah, yeah, she got married, and all of a sudden she had a country accent. I don't know how that happened, but yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Maha? Want to go? Yeah, um, I don't know. I think the most recent thing that comes up for me is like the reunion episode where like Colleen looked terrified, like to yeah. be there, or maybe just to be sitting next to her fiance. Like, who? I mean, they were just convincing everyone that they're so happy. I'm not a hostage. <laughs> Yeah, I think the token couple really is like Alexa and Brennan. Like they seem like the help from what it looks like. They seem like the healthiest, but like it completely slipped my mind right now that like Colleen and Matt were there too. Mm-hmm. And bringing up that, you know, when Zenaber, I think Vanessa and Nick brought up that scene of like, hey, let's talk about what happened at the pool where mm-hmm. Ole approaches you and the way she gets so uncomfortable. And I feel like yeah. it's a discussion that probably still happens in their, you know, engagement like I feel like they might still be talking about it where she's kind of like you know taunted for it or yeah exactly the comment says Colleen didn't smile once during the reunion she looked she looked very scared so I'm actually kind of nervous for her because we see this scene of like where where Matt loses his cool and he goes off on her like twice right like I think the first thing was like when the pool incident happened second time when they when the girls went out clubbing I think like, he was really upset, and then Bartiz had to calm him down. So the guy definitely yeah. has, like, rage issues. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. That that was that was wild to me. And it was, 
everyone really thought that like the memes are all over the place like blink if you want us to come save yeah. you. you blink twice oh, if you need help Ooh. like <laughs> i've seen them all i mean yeah. i thought they were really cute together initially but like i think after like seeing him lose his cool i'm like oh like this is it's, it's weird to see like... a man lose his cool on a woman like once you see it once you can't unsee it it's just uncomfortable mm-hmm. after that it's wild. oh and that one scene where he like goes to like the cameras and he's like asking the producer like would you be okay if your woman did this to you like yeah. that was a little weird yeah I, honestly like i would be sad i would be upset but like why angry man if that's your go-to emotion like mm, you, you i don't therapy. know about that like you need yeah. therapy at that point Everybody on the show needs therapy. I think I need therapy after watching this show. <laughs> Sue saying oh, Colleen's man. eyes was screaming help during the reunion. He was in the space. Yep. Yeah. We all saw yeah, yeah. He was he was holding her tight. Like you say one wrong word. No. He was hovering. Yep. Yeah. We all yeah. saw it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we say. But um also, did you guys notice how uh Nick Lachey threw a jab at Jessica Simpson? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he, he was like the second time's the charm. I was like, damn, bro. Let it go. <laughs> that was that was that. Yeah. I know where. I I'm sorry, man. Nick Lachey brings nothing to the show. Vanessa is great, but Nick Lachey brings nothing <laughs> to the show. He's just like there to be a husband, like yeah. to show that marriage or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about our favorite couple before we end the show. Raven and SK. A lot of not a lot of stuff, but who saw them getting back together? That came out of nowhere. What a happy surprise! Yeah, that was. Oh, uh-huh, you want to go? Oh, yeah. Maria, why don't you go first? Oh yeah, no, that was that was really great. I think they were like the best couple. They um initially I thought Raven like it's it's funny how they like started with Raven like doing jumping jacks like while someone was like doing like emotional and I was like is she here for like Pilates like to like promote her yeah, Pilates yeah. here for like a genuine purpose and by the end I'm like she is like my favorite. Their like story is like the best story. And I think they just have this like mutual respect for each other and like you see that you see like there's just so much respect there's like love and like they're taking it slowly their love story is so much more believable than a lot of the yeah. other couples that got married off the show i just i i really love them so bisma was on our show a, a week ago and she said that they feel like the most arranged marriage couple like it was like a date arranged marriage the way they like slowly yeah. got to <laughs> got comfortable around each other and got to know each other and like i think somebody said it on the show like ravens was like a hey you got to crack the shell and once you're inside she's all gooey and very like feminine and like she tries to pull it off like she's not she's this hard person but she's so sweet and she's like don't get in the dms of my man and she was being all like oh i thought <laughs> it was so cute i really like them maha what are your thoughts about raven and sk they're they're a good couple i think i like how they emphasized and prioritized their emotional intimacy over the physical intimacy like you know like everyone decided to be physical their first night and i i like that they were like you know we're gonna wait we're gonna give each other our space like there's no pressure and i think sk is such a gentleman he honestly i think he's the nicest guy on the show Mm. um but i i think i I didn't see it coming when he said no. Like, I think that was, I almost teared up. No one saw it coming. I saw it coming. His mom being like, please say yes. And like the moment (laughs) she had with Raven where she's, you know, tying her uh, turban. um, I feel like it was just a beautiful moment where like, you know, she's accepted. Raven's accepted like his culture. Like she's doing everything she can to assimilate into his family 
into where he comes from and she's so accommodating which a lot of people i wouldn't have expected her to be to be honest because she seems right. like a very independent like you know this is like my way or the highway kind of a girl but her love really allowed her to be more open to like his culture and like his family their customs you know um and i i it was really heartbreaking it was a big surprise when i when i saw that they're together you know now that they're dating like after the wedding yeah um, I, I think it was the right thing to do. I honestly, I know it was heartbreaking and it was sad, but I expected it because like he said it wasn't the right time and he was right. I feel like their their relationship is even stronger after them saying no with the pressure being off and no cameras and they got to know each other and they got to like really talk. I feel like they actually, it worked out for the best. And even though like in the moment you're like, SK, you're stupid. Like it would have been too soon. <laughs> they took their time. And this show was filmed way back when uh the dipti and shake show so they've had a lot of time until the reunion because the reunion was only filmed like a few weeks ago so they had a lot of time to really get to know each other and they got to have that time in a private setting and i think that was the right way i think that was the right way to do man they came out smelling like roses everybody loves them and i'm really happy for them and i hope that i hope it lasts i hope they're like the it couple i think they are um <laughs> the reason why all of us are saying like uh you know, uh, SK, you're an idiot. It's because we all see how amazing Raven is. Raven and, like, so. we know for a fact he, like, no one will do better than her right now. Like, He can't do better. No I'm sorry. One. Right, yeah, you can't. Like, she's amazing. She's perfect. And that's the whole reason. Like, I, yeah, sure, great that they're happy now and they're working it out. But if it didn't, he missed out on something amazing. And, you know, they're just very lucky right here. Yeah. No, it was really, really cool. Uh, let's do a few more comments and then we'll we'll sign off. What what do we got here? Uh, let's see. Uh, Bisma is saying she thinks that they had a true emotional connection, so he could see why uh, they did that. And also, Raven didn't take it personally, right? She got rejected. She didn't take it personally, which was really, really understanding. Uh, Sue says, I think she understood where he was coming from, and it feels like they wanted to have their wedding on their own terms. That makes a lot of sense, right? Because her family wasn't even there, right? Yeah. That's a big deal. Now they can do it with the family, and like that'll be, that'll be so sweet. I would I'd love that. I want to see uh, that, actually. Yeah. Uh, did y'all see SK falling asleep at the reunion? No, I did not see that. What? Yeah, like there was this moment where they like zoomed in on his face and you could just see he was like looking like kind of like he's like he's like so tired and like he just wants yeah. to go. And I mean, he's probably like just done with the drama. He's like, I just want to be with yeah. Raven. There's no anxiety when you're unproblematic. Freaking yeah. like <laughs> you got Cole out there with tears and freaking out and freaking you know being all crazy oh man that is so oh funny. my god he did <laughs> apparently raven talked about it on tiktok <laughs> that's so funny no but these filming takes a long time they don't edit everything they don't show i mean they don't show everything they edit a lot yeah, out sure. like it's probably like three times as long and uh falling asleep is not rare because the real housewives they fall asleep all the time they have really long shoots too um but Listen, guys, speaking of falling asleep, hopefully you guys did not fall asleep on this podcast and it was entertaining, <laughs> but we're going to have to let you go because it is late. And we really enjoyed having everyone in the comments. You guys were fun. I love all you guys. And before we go, I want to give a shout out to Maria and Maha. Please, once again, let people know where they can find you. Uh, or not. If you don't want people to find you, that's fine, too. We don't. <laughs> we, some people are like private. Like, I just want to give my opinion. I don't want to be found later. So <laughs> it's up to you guys. Uh, Maha, tell people where they can find you or or just, you know, a little bit yeah. about yourself before you go. So um, I'll plug in my 
business account at Maha Beauty Official on Instagram. And then if you want to shop my lashes, you can get them at shopmahabeauty.com. And can we get a Salam Nerd discount, like 5% discount if you say Salam Nerds? <laughs> you know what? Let me talk to my team and get back to you on that. I'll hey. do it. Let's do it. I'll consider it. And then um, if you guys want to follow my personal account, um, it's Maha X Ishak. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, Mario, what about you? Any final thoughts? Um, no, just really enjoy the podcast. And um, I just like to share my opinion and not be found. So um... <laughs> <laughs> you know what we, say? we say if someone doesn't want to be found, please, everybody send her good vibes. Keep her in your duas. That's what we say for people who don't want any uh, promotions or get plugged. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody in the comments. Thank you, everybody on the show. Um, and until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Peace. Do, do, do.